This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Can't Cancel Rob Smith, folks. I've been threatening to do this for weeks. Now it is here. This is The Problem with Pride, a very special episode of Can't Cancel Rob Smith. Uh, this episode, I'm going to be talking with the president of the Lyle Cabin Republicans, Charles Moran. But first, what I really want to do is I want to talk to you about the problem with pride. And I want to talk to you a little bit about a op-ed that I just did for Newsweek that is called, basically, Pride Has Become a Victim of Its Own Success. And I've been thinking about doing this for quite some time, Problematics, because look, you know, everybody knows I'm gay, nobody cares. It's not this fundamental thing in my life at this point in 2022. There's nobody that it really should be all that important to or for. But every year, Pride Month comes around. And every year, I see the same stuff coming from conservatives and from the right. You have sort of the, the Matt Walshes and the Ben Shapiros of the world that are trying to say that basically... All pride events are wrong. They're all grooming events. They're all, you know, showcasing all of this stuff towards kids that really shouldn't be there. And I kind of feel caught in the middle all the time. And the reason I feel caught in the middle is this. I am very, very much against the sexualization of children. I'm very much against the, the drag queen story hours and the drag kid shows and all of this stuff. Um, that has sort of infiltrated Pride Month and that has infiltrated these Pride Parades. But I cannot tell you guys that I am against having Pride events in general because I am not. And let me tell you a little story. Let's put a time. There's a 19-year-old closeted gay guy named Rob. He was serving in the United States military under Don't Ask, Don't Tell at the time. And he went to his first Pride event. This was in 
Colorado Springs, Colorado. So long ago, I'm not even going to tell you when it was. Um, but when I went to that Pride event, what I felt for the first time was I was around people that were like me because I felt very isolated as somebody that knew that I was gay in the military. I was in the U.S. Army Infantry, very hyper-masculine, very all of that different stuff, and I knew that I knew that I was gay, so I knew that it was different, right? And so I kind of came out to myself a little bit, started kind of exploring these different things. Um, ended up meeting some friends, ended up going to my first Pride event in Colorado Springs. So this is back in the day, right? So there, there, there weren't kids there that I can remember. There certainly weren't any drag queens or, you know, guys in leather harnesses or, or the puppy play crap or there was none of that stuff around. What I saw was a bunch of young gays and lesbians like me that were waving around the rainbow flag, that were wearing clothes that, that were, you know, had the rainbow on them. I saw guys and guys and girls and girls walking hand in hand and it felt very communal. That's what it felt. It felt like there was somewhere that I could be free and, and not be worried about if somebody was gonna see me or out me or anything like that. So I have to start this out by saying that I have no issues with Pride events that happen in that way. But the reason why I wrote this op-ed for Newsweek and the reason why I've called it Pride has become a victim of its own success is because the Pride events that we have today are so far removed from any of that stuff. These things are not community-based. Um, these things are about, like, deviance. These things are about grown adult men in puppy costumes. They're about guys in harnesses. They're about all of this sexual fetish stuff that was a fringe part of the LGBT back in the day but is now being pushed more and more and more in people's faces. And what these people don't realize, because the Pride Month and the Pride events and all that stuff, this has been taken over by the far-left LGBT. It is theirs now. It is not the space for normal, everyday gay and lesbian Americans. We just want to be married, live our lives, make money. Some of us vote Republican because we don't want all of our money to, to go towards, you know, trans kids or funding um, facial feminization surgeries or all of this other stuff that the far left has been pushing. So right now, this is what Pride events are. And it used to be that in the bigger cities like San Francisco, like New York City, like LA, that's where you found all the kink crap, right? That's where you find the puppy play weirdos. That's where you find the leather weirdos. That's where you find all the weirdos. And if I was a parent of any sort of child, I would never, ever, ever, for one second, have taken my child to any of those events in any of the large cities. Like, no matter what, I'm not even talking gay parents. Like, I, I wouldn't even do that because they've always been so much. But the thing that has happened, now that the far-left LGBT has sort of absorbed the entire LGBT movement, right? Because what I think a lot of people don't understand is that this wasn't always inherently political. Like, um, gays and lesbians weren't always necessarily owned by Democrats. This didn't become a political thing until very recently, actually. And what these people want, so it's sort of these younger gays and lesbians to think, is that it was Democrats who gave you the right to get married wrong. It was Democrats and Republicans. Democrats have always been on your side wrong because... Uh, don't ask, don't tell, the law that banned gays and lesbians in the military, 
that was a Bill Clinton thing, right? The marriage equality thing that came down from the Supreme Court, by the way, that wouldn't have come there without, without conservative justices ruling in favor, right? And so these things are just not true. But they have fed these younger people these lies, and these kids are so stupid nowadays, they don't, they don't read. So they see whatever uh, their favorite musician tells them on Instagram, right? So these people have them thinking that. So now the pride thing has become a Democrat thing, right? It's for Democrats. So what's happened with pride is the same thing that has happened with the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party is at this point has been taken over by the far left crazy. And so has pride. That is why you are seeing um, queers for Palestine. That is why you're seeing gays against guns. That's why you're seeing all of these different organizations that are super far left that are sort of co-opting this idea of Pride Month and co-opting this idea of these pride parades and, and being brainwashed into thinking that you have to vote for Democrats if you are a gay or lesbian American. It is ridiculous. That's why I wrote the article. I'm going to read you a little bit from the uh, opening of it. Go to a pride parade in any major city in America and you're going to see families with children alongside men in leather harnesses being led on leashes and gyrating drag queens flopping on the ground, showing, up, showing off their tucking skills. This juxtaposition has led to a debate in recent years. Should pride be family friendly or a place where people can joyously express their most flamboyant selves? But it also opposes, it exposes a paradox in LGBT life in 21st century America, namely that pride has become a victim of its own success. And when I say that pride has become a victim of its own success, it has become a victim not only of the leftism that has overtaken it, because it wasn't always puppy play and leather daddies and all of this other crap in your average pride events. It certainly wasn't. Um, child drag queens dancing on stage and all of this propaganda that is now for some reason um, being spread to children at the behest of who I do not know, but is very insidious, it is very weird, and most sane gays and lesbians need to speak up about it. And when I say sane gays and lesbians, I mean yes, even the liberals. But the problem with today is that even the gay and lesbian liberals have been so cowed by the far left, so cowed by the Twitter mob that these people are too weak and too afraid to stand up against this stuff. That is why it is going to get worse and worse and worse before it gets better. And what is happening and what you are seeing is a backlash that is coming from the far right. Because the far right isn't going to listen to me explain my experience with pride parades. They're not going to listen to me explain why I think that it is important that these things exist in some capacity. No, the only thing they're going to do is point to puppy play and point to child drag queens and point to all of this other crap, which, by the way, should not be there. And they're going to use that stuff as an example to say that this stuff has gone too far. And don't think that there's not a financial element to this as well. Because pride in these corporations like HRC, which is apparently a nonprofit for the advancement of LGBT people, it's basically a Democrat super PAC at this point. There are millions and millions of dollars in this. The LGBT lobby is pretty much shaking down 
every major corporation. HRC is basically saying, if you do not donate millions and millions and millions of dollars to us, there is going to be the sense and we are going to engender the idea that you are homophobic because nobody wants to be a homophobe, right? And I'm going to get into a little bit more about how pride has become so corporate and how the leftists have taken it over right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Problematics, we are talking about... My op-ed for Newsweek, it is called Pride Has Become a Victim of Its Own Success. It is out on Newsweek now. You can find it uh, via my Twitter, Instagram, social media handles, at Rob Smith Online. Like I was saying before the break, Pride has become a victim of its own success because it has become a commodity. There are millions and millions and millions of dollars that go into this now. And you cannot divorce this from what I like to call and from what you guys have heard me call before the wokeification of corporate America, the wokeification of America, of politics in general. Because the wokeification of corporate America definitely extends to these pride events. And so now you have a corporate America that will pay these organizations that are far left organizations, mind you, like the GLADs and the HRCs of the world. You have to understand how far left these people are. These organizations believe, and if you get into the town halls that Joe Biden and, and, and Kathleen Kamala did with these organizations while they were running for uh, the presidency in 2020, they believe that kids should be given puberty blockers. Kids that say, they identify, they say, there's a boy that says I'm a girl, there's a girl that says I'm a boy. They say, no, if that little kid says this, then immediately believe them and immediately use taxpayer dollars to fund puberty blockers for these kids. So this is what these organizations, like the HRCs of the world, 
This is what they truly believe. And so this is what these corporations are funding when they send millions of dollars to the HRC. And what they're also funding is this propaganda that they're creating, that they're disseminating to major news outlets when it comes to anything LGBT. Case in point, you guys have heard me talk a lot about the parental rights and education law in Florida that activists, quote unquote, have dubbed Don't Say Gay. And this is how organizations like GLAAD and the HRC and all of these other ones, which by the way, again, are given millions and millions of dollars by corporations so that they're not smeared as homophobic. This is how they use this stuff to launder these lies through the mainstream media. So this is what happens. The Parental Rights and Education Act comes out. These activist organizations say, oh, we're going to call this a don't say gay bill. They then send an email blast to the people at every major media organization, whether it's the NBC News, whether it's the Associated Press, whether it's whatever, and they say, we're going to call this a don't say gay law. So now when these people report on this, they report on it as activists call it the don't say gay law. And there are still gay and lesbian liberals that are dumb enough to literally believe this, okay? Because a lie will travel around the track about a million times before the truth gets there. And that is what's going on right now. That is the interesting thing about all this. And getting away from the corporatization of pride and getting into how disgusting it is it has all become to anybody that's not you know even your biggest far leftist right and this is from the piece i say think about the mainstreaming of drag queen story hours or the lesbian kiss created erased and reinserted into disney's light year i told you guys about that earlier this week or the Democrats going to the mat for the right to teach kindergartners about sexual orientation. Again and again, the far left has used LGBT people as a wedge in the culture war, pushing the goalposts from equal rights, something that most conservatives support these days, to a mandated embrace of the extreme. Think about that for a second. A mandated embrace of the extreme. And so when you think about that, you think about how easily the right has pushed the left, even mainstream liberals at this point, how easily they have pushed the left into this idea of defending and embracing drag queens twerking and tucking and flipping and splits and, and getting tipped by little kids. And this is another thing that gets me in trouble with conservatives as if I care because I do not. But I'm a gay dude. I go to drag shows. My straight female friends go to drag shows. In fact, the last time I was in Vegas a couple of weeks ago, I went to a drag brunch. There were more women there than anybody else. There were straight women, bachelorette parties. Drag has been completely mainstreamed for adults. People enjoy it. It's funny, it's trans transgressive, it's whatever. It's no different, uh, really, from anything that, that David Bowie and Prince were doing back in the 70s and 80s with, with, with all of that stuff. So that has been very mainstream. Yet and still, there is no place at any of these shows for kids at all. I've never, ever in my life 
been to one of these drag brunches where there were kids there. And if I actually saw one there, I would literally ask the parents at what point, like, what is going through your mind that you think that your little child is supposed to be here? What is going through your mind that makes you think it's okay for your kids to be here? And so that's where we're at right now. The far left has sort of yanked this stuff into the mainstream, this idea of, of teaching kids about all of this other stuff. And now the left is in the position to defend this because these people do not draw the line anywhere. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to bring up this is, um, this didn't exactly make it into the final part of the piece, but I'm going to read you a little something from a draft because this is the thing and this is very important. So in late 2021, and I'm bringing this up because the normalization of pedophilia is something that is very much happening in far left circles right now. And that's why I bring this up. In late 2021, an assistant professor by the name of Alan Walker, who of course is a they them, was placed on leave then forced to resign by Old Dominion University in Virginia for advocating for naming pedof renaming pedophilia to minor attracted persons or MAPs. This is the kind of leftist activism that is encroaching on Pride Month. When you have a community that has embraced this anything goes atmosphere where there used to be one flag, now there are 50. There's flags for intersex and asexual and bi and tri and uh, demisexual, like all of this other stuff. It is completely insane. And these people will tell you that these flags have always existed. They have not. These flags are a very recent development. All of this stuff is a very recent development timed to coincide with the explosion of social media, which, by the way, gave every insane person a voice nowadays. And the Democrats on the left are so trapped in this idea that they have to accept any and everything that these people are afraid to stand up against this stuff because you better believe that there are minor attractive persons, pedophiles, mind you. There are flags for these people. These people are trying to infiltrate their way into the sort of LGBT movement. And that is why, folks, you always only hear me say LGBT. I never, ever, ever say LGBTQ, ever, because the Q stands for queer, which means everything and nothing at the same time, and that's dangerous. Because when the Q is put to the LGBT, then who's to say that the pedophiles that are trying to rebrand themselves as quote-unquote minor attracted persons are not just going to say, oh yeah, we're pedophiles and we're queer too. So watch out for that cue. That cue is dangerous, folks. And that's the problem with pride right now. It is a victim of its own success. It's too big. Too many crazies, too many freaks, too many weirdos. And yes, I do realize that to some conservatives, I'm the freak. And whatever, I'm not talking to the far right. I'm talking about the far left. The issue and the problem with what's going on right now is that there are too many people that are on the fringe that are given too much attention by us, by everybody that is pretty much in the center. There are a lot of center-left liberals that don't agree with any of this stuff, but like I said, they're afraid to say it. 
So of course, I've got to say it. And other gay conservatives have to say it. And these gay and lesbian liberals who are too, wait, too weak and too afraid to say anything to the far left, to stand up to them, spend all of their time and energy smearing us as if we are the insane ones. And let me tell you something. And I'm going to read this from the piece to, to wrap this up. And I, I really do encourage you to read this. You can expect this trend to continue. Expect more colors and symbols on the rainbow flag as it is updated to reflect whatever leftist movement wants to attach itself to the intersectional nexus of oppression, whether it's the, the gun control lobby uh, that wants to take your guns away. And yes, like I said, there's gays against guns. There's a lot of gays that have hopped on that because to be gay nowadays is to be a leftist. Expect more ideology meant to engender a sense of oppression to a privileged few who will continue to create new ways to separate themselves from the mainstream because this is what these people do. And expect the backlash from the right to continue because that is exactly what the radicals want. But, and this is how I'll wrap up the piece, they are alienating their own too. If the trend continues, young LGBT Americans may soon find themselves becoming interested in the politics and the ideology of the gay and lesbian conservatives they once shunned. Imagine that, folks. That is the problem with pride as it exists in 2022. All right, Problematics, coming up, I'm going to talk with the president of the Log Cabin Republicans, Charles Moran. He has got a very interesting take on everything that we've been talking about. Stay up for that, Problematics, right after the break. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Is sexualizing young kids the right response and message Pride Month should be pushing? Well, let's ask the president of the Log Cabin Republicans, America's oldest LGBT organization for Republicans, Charles Moran. Charles, thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having me on, Rob. I think you forgot a two and an S somewhere in there. We're alphanumeric now. We're not just the letters. Yes, it's the two SS plus KIA two spirited everything else. So look, Charles, it, it, it seems like this has all gotten a little crazy over the past couple of years. What is your thoughts on the overall craziness of what we're seeing and then this, this kids at drag shows thing? 
Well, Rob, I think it's really important that we're having this conversation this month. And I think one of the things that Americans are realizing is that this has gone from a month of visibility to a month of woke corporate advertising and um, just has gone way too far over the line. Uh, it's it's. I don't think that LGBT visibility has any problem in society today in America. Um, we definitely are having struggles in other parts of the country and excuse me, the world where it's yeah. still illegal to be gay in 68 countries and we're in some way, shape or form, eight of them you can be executed for and we're doing work to bring attention to that. But here in America, you can't walk down the street without a rainbow bat whacking you in the face. And you know, having the, this woke corporate mentality um, that really isn't authentic. And I think that Americans are waking up and seeing like we have moved beyond this issue of victimhood. And that's one of the things that, you know, I think America and Republican leadership over the last couple of years is, you know, we, we've moved beyond the era of victimhood. Liberals on the left love to put people in their box, whether or not you're black or you're brown or you're gay or Asian or Latino or Jewish or whatever. Um, if, if you're not a victim, um, you're no, of no use to the Democrats. And yeah, I think that you're, you're literally of no use to them. And you said something very interesting that I want to make a point at, uh, because you mentioned the places all over the world where you can still be executed for being gay, right? And so when you look at all of these corporations, they, they sort of change their logos to the Pride Month flags uh, on, on Twitter right here. But when you look at the Middle East branch of all of these corporations, those logos say right the same, right? Yeah, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, Cisco, uh, Oracle, a lot of like these multinational corporations, pharma companies, whatever. Um, it's funny how they'll, and even, you know, we saw with the Disney mess, you know, with them coming out and, and trashing Ron DeSantis. And, you know, we mm -hmm. stood up very quickly for Ron DeSantis. Um, you know, but at the same time, Disney was still taking their cruise ships to countries in the in the Caribbean that were that still um, like criminalized homosexuality. It, it's just so blatant that the hypocrisy is just to line their pockets with those pink dollars. Of and course, we're stand up for it anymore. Of course, and it's so funny that you bring up Disney. Okay, okay. So obviously the don't don't say gay slur against, you know, Ron DeSantis and, and the Parental Rights and Education Act that he passed in Florida. Of course, that don't say gay thing was a complete lie, right? And the left doesn't the thing about this is, and I and I said this earlier today in, in my opening sort of uh, manifesto, the left lies and lies and lies, then they take a deep breath and then they lie some more. And it's very interesting that you bring up Disney because now, you know, the uh, Lightyear movie that came out over the past weekend underperformed, some would say it flopped. Uh, these people in Disney put a lesbian kiss into that movie that nobody wanted, nobody asked for. Apparently they put it in, then deleted it, then put it in again, then tried to, you know, have a PR blitz about it. Apparently there's something about this that is turning off parents. And I think it's the push of all of this stuff on kids. And speaking of which, so the Oklahoma Pride Alliance has a flyer and I'll put this up on the screen. And it says this, calling all musicians, drag artists, dancers, and talent ages 13 to 20. Oklahoma Pride Alliance youth is currently accepting applications for performers. Don't miss your chance to perform at Pride Fest. Look, 
I don't know when sort of indoctrinating kids and putting all of this stuff in kids and bringing like child drag queens and all that stuff, I don't know when that started, but it needs to end now. And so Charles, with you and the law cabinet Republicans, so, so what are you doing to sort of get the word out that there are gays and lesbians in this country that do not want this? Well, one of the first things is being vocal and visible about it. And it's very obviously to break through the mainstream media narrative. When uh, Chastin Buttigieg got on TV and started trashing the Parental Rights Act in, in Florida with Governor DeSantis, law cabin Republicans jumped right in and I got on TV immediately and called him a liar. Uh, when you see corporate media continuing to push this, it's part of a larger narrative that I see and it's it's a lot of people see it and it's born out of the, the identification of critical race theory. But it's this destruction of cultural mores in Western society that the left and Marxists really deem as uh, being an impediment to uh, their their takeover of, of Western civilization. They've taken down religion. They're trying to take down race. Now they're trying to take down gender. And they're using things like schools, the entertainment industry, woke corporations, as an attempt to just blur the lines that mm -hmm. gender doesn't matter in society. And we all know, I mean, and me as a, a firm, ardent gay man, that gender has an absolute construct, and it's had an important construct in Western society. Um, and, and the left, just as they've tried to tear down race, they've tried to weaponize religion, they've tried to weaponize our history. Um, now they're trying to weaponize gender, and it's, mm -hmm. it's part of this march on the left to remove these types of cultural mores that are so important. And, and gay conservatives are standing up and saying, enough is enough this is not lgbt equality this is woke radical gender ideology this is not the same as 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 pride it's not the same as equality and under no circumstances should this be misconstrued and somebody has to stand up and say it and we are and so are moms and dads and parents across the country that are supportive of lgbt equality but they are not going to go down this road of a radical gender redefinition in society Absolutely. And so let me ask you this. What do you say to some cons <clears throat> some conservatives that, you know, may be watching this right now um, that say they need to get rid of pride altogether? I don't care if you clean it up. I don't care if you take the kids out of it. There is no space for this at all. So what do you say to them? You know, people can have their moment to celebrate whatever they want. You know, he here in New York, where I am for the next few days, you know, that was the birth of Stonewall and places like Los Angeles, we had the black cat. Um, the, the, the birth of, this, of, of the, the real um, gay civil rights movement with political work was the Briggs Initiative in California. And, and then Governor Ronald Reagan was heavily involved with that, um, you know, to, to help gays come out of the closet as conservatives. Um, and there is, a, there is a component where we can, you know, be proud of who we are, of our accomplishments as a community and how we take care of one another. It doesn't all have to be drag shows and camp. And, uh, you know, we have built a real community. And, you know, Rob, you're a part of our conservative um, community as well. Like, we take care of one another. We look out for one another. And that's, if we go back to de Tocqueville and, and the founding of America, where we have groups of people who have a similar shared interest, where we do community service, where we're looking out for one another. A lot of us are single, may not ever have kids. We've got to be there for one another.
another. And there's a lot of positive ways that pride can manifest itself. Senior housing, health care for one another, making sure that we're there to look after one another so the government doesn't have to do it. Um, so there is really an opportunity for pride to be used as something constructive for our community. But what we're seeing right now is a marketing show that just can't um, really be put in any kind of positive frame whatsoever. It, it's, it's just destructive. All right. President of the Log Cabin Republicans, Charles Moran, always spicy. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you. All right, Problematics, thank you so much for listening. If you are enjoying Can't Cancel Rob Smith, please go on Apple Podcasts, download and subscribe, and rate us with five stars. And, you know, leave a little review if you can. I I really do like to read these reviews. I like to see what you guys are thinking. Um, Good, great, bad. Otherwise, I have had some really good critiques from these reviews and things that I've worked on. So I do read them and I do listen to them. As always, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Rob Smith Online. And you can find Can't Cancel Rob Smith every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on iHeart Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful. A lot of anxiety. And it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day. And we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.